Hi, Manuel. Hi. What's your favorite social media app? Well, actually, I would say I don't use social media that much. Okay. But if I honestly think about it, then YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> definitely it, YouTube. It's it's always like that, right? You think uh, I'm not uh, using no. my phone all the time. But then if you think about it, you're using it all the time. Uh, to even dive a bit deeper already, I also read the comments. So not comments below our videos in that case, but comments below videos that I watch from other people, which oh. actually is even more social media usage, I guess. So it's even worse. <laughs> yeah, and I guess reading comments is like the one thing you typically want to avoid on many sites because it's not adding to a personal well feeling. No, and it even distracts you from the actual video sometimes yeah. because you watch the video and then you instantly start scrolling and then you don't watch the video, but read the comments. So this is kind of weird. So, yeah. so that's my short answer. I YouTube is my most used social uh, media platform. Yeah, it's probably the same for me, though I am using X, so Twitter in the past uh, quite a bit as well, though at least there I can say it has mostly professional reasons. Yeah. I am using it to to stay updated of what's happening in the industry. But of course, occasionally all those conspiracy theories slip through and show up in that feed as well. So you read them as well. Um, but yeah. And you got these suggest suggestions in the, at the right side yeah. of X, which are totally uh, not but but I ignored those. I have to say uh, I didn't uh, in the past, so <laughs> things went off a bit. <laughs> yeah, but that's a good that's a good uh, um, bridge you built mm -hmm. there. Things went off a bit. Social media really changed, right? Yeah. I, I mean, we're old. We're we're not like those hip. 18 year olds uh, um we're we're really old i'm 36 for example yeah. so I'm, like... I'm 34 uh, soon 35 and we've grown up in a world without social media even then we lived in a world where it well got more and more over yeah. time um and we also started our youtube channel and and working um in our area and doing online tutorials and courses um in a world where social media and YouTube, for example, worked quite differently from how it works today. Yes, yes. I think it's a big topic and I want to start it now already. The attention span of people is so short or small these yeah, days. Yeah. And when we started this whole thing, actually, not only the professional side, but also the, the consumer side, yeah. it's both sides. You watched longer videos, we produced longer videos because people wanted to see the content, wanted to watch the content. Yeah. And nowadays, as old guys, we just discovered that we have this concept of shorts and this concept of reels and TikTok and whatever. And these things are so different from yeah. how things were like even five years ago, I guess. Yeah. And this went off so fast. So social media changed and with this change to shorter videos and just consuming next one, next one, next one, I don't think this is a good thing, to be honest. This is at least my take on that from a personal point of view. Yeah, I guess you can probably argue about that. I have a similar opinion because, well, we, we grew up in, at the same time and, yeah. and we have the same experience there. But yeah, sure, um, it totally changed for us. And um, I sometimes miss uh, those days where you could take more time to explore and explain something uh, more thoroughly. But yeah. of course, there still probably is an audience for that. And we still do create long form content. The view numbers 
are easy enough to see and yep. understand and you can tell what performs well and what doesn't and that's a really huge shift that happened there and if i think about it we started this podcast here not mainly because of the idea to create longer videos but actually because we had the the intention or the will to to create different kind of content yeah more relaxed content and not this fast paced, hard cut content, yeah, like absolutely. every second, something different on the, on the screen maybe. So I think our our style changed. It had to change yeah. how we create videos because you have to adapt a bit. That's a yeah. different podcast topic, but you have to adapt. That's yeah. what it is. But you still want to keep your own style and the style you're used to as a younger person who started yeah. a business, but also who grew up, as you said, without social media and who didn't have this pressure of creating the content so fast so quickly and this behavior of people which you can see if you watch yourself but also if you if you watch other people who are constantly scrolling and yeah. checking the next video the next content the next post this went a bit, went a bit crazy so i think a, a format like this podcast is totally different than what we see in today's social media world yeah absolutely and i would say it's not just the duration of videos, and we're mostly talking about videos here because that is like what we do and what we also personally yeah. consume the most, but it's not just the duration of those videos that changed, I would say, but it's also, uh, of course, the style, but also mm. things like the thumbnail, the title, it's mm. all clickbaity or ragebaity. Yes. Um, yes. I don't know if that's a term that exists outside of Germany, even though it's an English term, so it mm. probably does, but it, it all seems to be optimized for getting people to click, for example, by triggering them, by, by giving them a thumbnail and a headline where where they enter rage mode and think, well, how can you say that? And, and then they click there just to jump right to the comment section. But all that drives engagement and, yeah. and, and fuels the, the algorithm or the video for the algorithm. And that changed so much if you create like an old school tutorial video which has like let's say 25 minutes and you have a simple thumbnail and a simple title that clearly tells you what's in the video it's not going to do well no, no it won't and isn't it crazy that social media so with social being something positive yeah. rewards negativity in some yeah, way yeah, because as you said if you have these clickbait titles there's the, these strong opinions this negativity in the title already people click or watch a video watch a reel and then get angry and say no this is not good whatever so you have a social platform that generates negative energy which is yeah. kind of crazy to be honest absolutely and you also have that aspect that as a content creator as a video creator in our ca case you suddenly have to you have to think about things like how's the storyline for my video how how's the hook with which i grab the viewer's attention um how do i make sure they keep on watching the video all this is important because if you ignore all of that you won't gain anything. Nobody's yeah. going to watch your videos or at least not significant numbers. And ultimately, of course, I would say almost nobody does this just as a hobby. Of course, yeah. you want to earn money. You want to get that ad share from, from Google uh, or you maybe you, you want to sell an online course like we do. And ultimately, of course, even if that's not the case, 
you want to share something with people and you want them to watch it because you don't create it just so that you watch it on your own. No. But that means that nowadays you have to think about things like how should a video be structured? What should be the style? How do I get their attention? How do I keep their attention? And, and that's not the main thing. I want to teach people how to use React or how to build something with React. But I, I agree, but not totally. Because what you just said is you have to think about the structure, how to get the attention, how to keep people interested. Maybe that's not a bad thing. Because to be honest, a tutorial can also be boring. Watching yeah. a person code, showing slides, explaining maybe not the most exciting but still important concepts doesn't catch the attention for like two hours. So this part of having to think more about the video content, the style, isn't that bad, I guess. But it gets bad if you only produ produce videos to get the attention, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not the actual content I want to transfer is the important thing. I don't think, oh, I think React changed, so let's create a video on that. It's what is a topic that gets a lot of clicks because people might get angry about it, might disagree on my yeah. opinion. So that's, in my opinion, the, the worst part on that, that you only try to get the attention of the people, only try to find these highly polarizing, I don't know how to call this. So you either say, yes, I agree or I don't agree. So these topics are the core focus now and not the actual language you want to teach. Yeah, you you have a fair point. It, it's not necessarily just bad that you have to think about how you structure something. What I do think is, is maybe bad though, is that yes, it makes sense that you try to explain a concept such that it's done in an engaging way. But as a side effect, that can mean that you have to leave out certain things, which might actually help mm. people if they knew it, but you can't really explain it because it takes too long, it's too boring. You have to focus on other things instead, like building exciting projects, a lot of stuff that looks good, mm that doesn't really add to the learn, maybe it adds to the learning experience, but it doesn't add to the concept that you're mm. trying to teach. So I think it has good and, and bad sides. Um, most importantly though, and I think that's the tricky part for, for me or for us maybe, we're coming from a world where it wasn't always like that. Yeah. Um, and that does not mean that it's worse now, um, definitely not at all. It just means that adapting, of course, can be tricky and that you sometimes think, how did we end up there? Yeah, and I think we ended up there because entertainment is king now, I guess, yeah. in social media. Yeah. Still, people want to watch content that gives them a feeling of, hey, I'm learning something, but it must be easy to digest, actually. Yeah. It must be nicely it must be a nice package you yeah, know? yeah it must look good absolutely. nice projects uh nicely created videos and what you just said about having to cut out some important parts some important concepts because people don't care i guess that ties into that entertainment factor because the hard part of learning something is never entertaining i'm sorry yeah. but nobody can tell me that if he or she ever learned something it was all nice. There yeah. are parts of a learning journey which are hard and boring yeah, and absolutely. repetitive. And you have to cut out these parts nowadays if you want to have a successful video, because once the entertainment part stops, people will just stop watching the video. Yeah. So coming back to the social media topic in general, 
in my opinion, and I won't cut myself out of that logic, by the way, I'm not, I'm not above that. I also consume content like that. You only want to be entertained. Yeah. And as I said, you feel better if you watch entertainment content that provides some actual stuff you learn, some advice, whatever. Yeah. But that's totally different to creating a five hour YouTube video on how to learn Flutter. That's a yeah. different concept. Yeah. Interestingly enough, though, those super long tutorial videos tend to perform quite okay-ish or well. Um, so there probably still is an audience for that, or maybe it's just because it's a long video, so people start watching it, but they don't finish it. At least that's how it looks like in our metrics. Um, but, but that is something you can do. But all these in-between videos, at least for us, don't seem to be that good of an, no. an idea. I think um, what's good, though, is that, for example, in our paid courses, Obviously, you also try to teach in an engaging way and that also changed over time how you do that. But there you can include more details and that is what we do. Like we we, we, yeah. um, we, we have more details in there because of course people are committed to a course at least a bit more than they are to some video on YouTube and that's a good thing. I, I agree here and I think it's a good thing because the audience is different, right? Yeah. Because the people who buy a course who actually pay something for something they want to have, they want to commit to learning that language. Yeah, they that are language. serious. Yeah. They are serious indeed. And, and YouTube or social media, I don't want to focus on YouTube actually. It includes TikTok shorts. As I said, all yeah. these video-based content, let's call, it like, let's call it like that, is not about actually learning something, I guess. But what we have to do though, we have a business, right? We sell courses. Of course, we want to show people on YouTube and Instagram, whatever, wherever. We know things and we can teach things and we want to teach things, but we have to market these things in a more entertaining way yeah. to show the people who really want to learn something. A, these guys have 50 courses, detailed courses, which are not about entertainment only, but about really teaching concepts in depth. Yeah. And that's actually why we have to deal with social media professionally, at least. Yeah, definitely. And um, I mean, it's it's also a nice challenge, of course, um, trying to like get across the message um, in those new ways and, and um, in those new formats and so on. That, that is challenging and it is interesting. Um, and of course, ultimately, we are doing this because we want to share knowledge. And of course, therefore, as you said, you try to find totally. ways of getting your knowledge out there to the people and for that to work you have to go where they are and not yeah. where you want them to be because no one's there uh, that won't work and that that brings us back to the problem at the beginning maybe if or how we use social media in our private lives even if you wouldn't use social media at all privately and you wouldn't care yeah if you have a business nowadays and i think that's not only limited to online businesses i think business in general yeah trying to understand at least how social media works is something you have to do. Absolutely. And that's also something we learned in the last years, by the way, because our social media was mainly Twitter and YouTube maybe. Yeah, yeah. But we didn't do this the way you should do it nowadays. We still don't do it the perfect way, by the Absolutely way. Absolutely not. Yeah. We just try to learn it because, as I said, even if we don't or even if we aren't the biggest social media fans in our private lives, it harms our business if we don't understand it or try to use it yeah and that's a tricky thing nowadays right so basically 
everybody who runs a company has to use it. And also people privately use it because they like it, but also because they use social media, they can find actual valuable content Absolutely, for them. Yeah. And it's, of course, not just YouTube. I mean, um, we mostly talked about that. As you said, it includes also TikTok and so on um, because we are video creators. But of course, we see that shift everywhere um, yeah. when we were in our um, when we were around 19 20 facebook was a big thing uh, everybody was on facebook at least in my friend circle yeah. we were using facebook for everything nowadays nobody here uses it um there, there are still i i know that there are still i guess over a billion people or maybe more than two billion people using facebook but i don't know who they are because no no one i know uses it um uh, and I mean, of course, Facebook itself, not the not Instagram, which which no, no, also belongs to Facebook. To matter, the yeah. good old Facebook platform. Yeah. So so that of course changed. Um, um, on the other hand, something like Twitter or X um, seems to be doing really well now again. Um, uh, after this short bumpy period uh, when Elon Musk uh, bought it. Um, and then, for example, we have something like LinkedIn, which was not a, a social network no. at all. Um. When when we started a couple of years ago, um, it was mainly like a professional platform back yeah. then. But but now it's also like a platform where you have followers and where you can post and where you can also try to reach new audiences. And there's so much change here, which, of course, also means that you have to adapt to to reach people. Which is true. But from, from my point of view, at least privately, I'm not somebody who shares his life online. Not at yeah. all. Nothing. Yeah. So this LinkedIn thing, for example, yeah. people seem to be online with their entire lives, their private lives, their business lives. They share everything and they even connect on LinkedIn. So this is a development that we didn't see, to be honest. Yeah. And we just re recognized it, I guess, some months ago, a year ago, whatever. Not yeah, I long. guess you realize you recognize it earlier, but it it takes time to kind of adjust to it and, yeah. and um, accept it, um, if you want to call it like this. Yeah. yeah. Um, though, of course, it's also worth mentioning that, of course, most people just show on social media what they want to show. They're yeah. living a life which is not really their life. Um, and uh, which makes sense because no one has that perfect life that you can see all the time on social media. But, but this is so funny because, again, actually, I, I never understood. Uh, maybe I'm too old for that. Why would I, as you said, show my perfect life on on instagram for example to impress whom i don't get it to be honest because it's also a business i guess because you're doing that to get followers to to be able to then market products and so on i guess that's the reason but the price is quite high i guess if this is your business to be honest because like i said for me it would be absolutely nuts if i go for dinner with you for example and then we would take photos all the time create yeah, stories, sure, sure. this would destroy my entire dinner experience. So yeah. then I would have my private life would be my business then. And for me, at least, this would be very hard. I know, as you said, people do this and people are successful and I don't hate on these people. But to be honest, I'm just happy that I don't have to do this because we have a different profession. Thank God. We also share a lot of things. We show our faces, our voices. That's all fine. But at least for me, Having a private life in these crazy social media times is very, very important and means yeah. a lot to me. I must say that. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's true. And, and to, to come back to this point that you had, 
of course, everybody only shows the good things in the yeah. internet. But if you're honest, we are doing the same. We also edit our videos. You know, of course, we do this because we want to have a nice experience for the students. But we also make mistake, make make mistakes sometimes. Nobody can believe that maybe. But we also cut these out. You know what I mean? So you always have the impression yeah. if you code something. You know everything and you know a lot. I can say that, but you also are wrong sometimes. Sure. I am wrong sometimes yeah. and nobody sees that because you want to have the you want to have the feeling that the, the person I'm watching here knows everything and nobody knows everything. And yeah, that's true, though. Maybe that's also a side effect because, of course, as you said, the reason why we're editing out all those errors that, of course, occur, every programmer has errors in their mm -hmm. code. Um, we're doing this, of course, to provide a smooth learning totally. experience. And of course, I will say that there still are enough errors in the code, which yeah. I then discuss in the course yeah. when they arise. So not everything is edited out, but of course, all those stupid mistakes from which you also yeah. don't really would learn a, a lot. That's true. That's true. Um, like like simple typos or stuff yeah. like that. Um, those are removed because they wouldn't really add a lot if bigger mistakes occur in a recording session, I typically leave them in there. I still mm. edit the part where I find or look <laughs> for the mistake. Um, and then I just explain how I did it, but I don't show that 10 minute process yeah. of me doing it uh, because that would be boring again. Um, but but those typically stay in there. Um, but, but yeah, of course, um, there is this editing layer, which is above everything that you see on social media. That's the point actually yeah. that I wanted to make. It has to be like that in many areas, but the, the result is that you only see perfect lives, perfect projects, perfect people, perfect businesses, whatever. And this can be overwhelming, I guess, for yeah. a person. Even myself, if you watch certain things on YouTube, look for certain things on Instagram, you know how the algorithm works, you only get more and more and more of these yeah. things that you watch. So you all, you start to think, okay, everybody has this yeah, and that. That's the lifestyle, this is it. And then it's dangerous to forget about your own life and what you, you actually want to have and what's important for you. So yeah. this is where social media can become very dangerous, I think, and where this whole hate thing, the atmosphere in social media is not always a very friendly one. Yeah. And that's how bubbles are created or how you end up yeah. in a bubble, right? Um, you, you see only the same content over and over again. And suddenly you think everybody thinks like that. That's the reality. That's the only opinion you can have on that. Yeah. Um, and that's how you end up in such a radical bubble where, yeah. <laughs> where, where um, you live in your world where it looks like that is the real world yeah. and the only side um, uh, of, of, a, of a, in an argument that could yeah. be seen or something like that. And of course, that's also another negative aspect yeah. of, of social media, I guess, that you that people end up in those bubbles. Um, it's the same in programming. I mean, on, on Twitter, um, I sometimes see crazy discussions about things where I think, does that really <laughs> matter if we're discussing whether to use um, uh, tabs or spaces for <laughs> indentation and people can argue about this with with such an energy where I think <laughs> for God's sake use what you like <laughs> ignore what somebody Nobody else cares. is doing <laughs> yeah it's it's not important and that that's also really strange aspects though aspect though that is something where I absolutely stay out of um, because I see no value in uh, that um, 
But that also changed. And if I think about what you just said about these online discussions about actually unimportant topics, yeah. if these people would meet in real life, this would be a five second discussion yeah, yeah. And, and it would be over. You wouldn't even discuss it. No, you would likely. just laugh and say, okay, fine. Yeah. Everybody has his own style. Nobody cares. So that's why things are overheating on social media quite quickly, unfortunately. Yeah. And I mean, it might sound funny and you can find it funny as, as I do sometimes. But of course, the real downside of this is that it can be super intimidating for less experienced developers if yeah. we stay in that developer world for now. Mm -hmm. um, because you see like a discussion um, about some possible common best practice or maybe not even a best practice, just some common practice. Mm -hmm. But even if it's a best practice and this discussion is so heated up and the opinion that's being voiced here is is voiced in such a strong way that you might feel super intimidated mm -hmm. because it feels like there's a lot you can do wrong. And yeah, of course, we have certain patterns and best practices that should be followed, though, as always, there are likely also situations where you have exceptions, where it might not be the best practice. And if something works for you, I would say that's also fine. But even if we ignore that, even if we accept the fact that maybe in rare cases, we have a single way of doing something that is considered to be the best way, mm. even in that situation, you're not helping anyone if you just scream yeah. at people and give them a, a bad feeling. Yeah. That does not help anyone. And that's another downside of modern social media, I would say. And adding up to this, that people who get that feedback on social media, that negative feedback, and they got that feedback by people they don't even know. Yeah. And this is even crazier because who on earth 20 years ago would have gotten feedback from a random guy on the street saying, oh, this is not good what you're doing. What do you want from me? Yeah. So I think this is also something that makes it harder for people because on the internet, everybody screams at each other and the person who gets yelled at doesn't know the other person and can tell him in person, hey, what you say is not good because this and this and that. Yeah. So it all ends up again in this negativity thing and, and to maybe sum up the social media thoughts on that. I think that social media is not a bad thing. I don't no. think so. Yeah. It has many, many good points, good aspects. And the world isn't a place of complete happiness and we all have to be friends all the time because this means different opinions are shared. And based on that, you can come to different conclusions and you can learn things. But this extreme negativity, this extreme fast consumption of content. These are things I'm not a big fan of. Yeah. And to also sum up the, the parts we had earlier uh, in this video and talk um, where we talked about like YouTube and how it changed, things got quicker, the attention spans got shorter, we have all those titles which are clickbaity or ragebaity. Um, we have to uh, think about how to keep people entertained and and yeah. uh, engaged and especially the entertained part can be difficult if it's a video that's maybe not meant to be entertaining. Yeah. Um, so all these things changed and as you said, no, it, it's not bad per se and it's definitely good that we have social media because in the past you wouldn't have been able to create tutorials and share them with the world. There was a lot of gatekeeping there because that could basically only done in, be done in universities. And yeah. there, obviously, it was not shared with the world, but with a selected group of people. Um, so it's good that we have that. It's good that we have those discussions, as totally. you mentioned. Um, but there definitely also are downsides. And I guess 
the trickiest part for us simply is that it changed. And yeah. of course, we tend to like things we learned to know when we grew up yeah. and now they're different. Um, but obviously everyone will have a different opinion here. Yeah. And I guess that wraps it up. That wraps it up. Yeah. Um, so of course, as always, let us know what your thoughts on this uh, are. Maybe you totally disagree. Maybe you have more examples or ideas. Yeah. Let us know in the comments on, on YouTube. Um, and we hopefully see you back or hear you again in, in our future Indeed. videos. Yeah. So see you in the next podcast, YouTube video course, wherever. Yeah. <laughs> bye. Bye bye.